0: Welcome to the debut episode of Not 97's The Check-In featuring hip-hop artist Marcel Allen Marcel is fresh off the release of his debut album Ebony Goddess out now everywhere You may have heard the opening track Dinner With Hove featured on the latest episode of Not 97 If not, go check that out you catch up with Marcel to hear about his introduction to rap through an elementary school project, leaving messages rapping through the phone to Soldier Boy, the organic connections that led to his project produced by Thelonious Martin and Jacob Rochester and featuring verses from Boldy James and Havoc. Enjoy the interview and check out Ebony Goddess now or well after you listen to this. This is the first one we've really done, so... Oh, man. We official. Let's get it, man. Yeah. Marcel, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, bro. Congratulations. Ebony Goddess, out now everywhere. Man, thank you so much, bro. Appreciate it. Before we get into the record, do you want to introduce yourself... Uh tell people a little bit about who you are, where you come from, uh, and what you do.
1: Um, yeah, I'm Marcel Allen, the most beautiful rapper out. I'm from Long Island, Freeport. You know what I'm saying? To be exact, that's it. It's me. You know, I'm I'm really just jumping into the game. You know, I've been making music for a while, but I feel like this is my, my statement piece, you know. So it's me, you know what I'm saying? What's up? <laughs>
0: Yeah. How long have you been making music or, or writing music? So I've been
1: making music since I was like, I'm 26 now. I've been making music since I was like eight or nine. Yeah. So like my dad, he used to make music. So uh, I would go to the studio with him and I would just be there chilling. And then, you know, I would write a verse here and there. They weren't always amazing, but um, you know, I would just be there cooling. And then one day, in um, third grade, shout out to Miss Sanguino. We had a a contest where we had to talk about like a medium. I mean, we had to talk about what we liked uh, and we had to use a specific medium. We could, you know, draw a picture, write a poem, write a short story. So I asked her, I'm like, yo, I'll be going to the studio with my dad, can I make a song? And she was like, sure. So then I made a song about playing basketball and the rest is history. It went crazy. The class was like, oh, so that's that's how I started making music. When are you dropping that track?
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Maybe it'll be like
0: a, uh, a bonus song someday. I don't know.
1: I still have it, though. It's called I Like Ball."
0: <laughs> You're coming for like the, you know, Aaron Carter made How I Beat Shaq. You know, <laughs> there's the like the basketball <laughs> songs out here. It's in that same, it's in that same <laughs> room. So funny. Um, what kind of music was your dad making?
1: He was making hip hop rap too, you know. He was in a group like, you know, late 80s, early 90s. I forgot the name of the group, but um, you know, he branched off. He was just doing, you know what I'm saying? You know, everybody's trying to do their thing, you know. So he was uh, making music. We used to go to
0: Queens and I uh, record at his man's crib. Um, you know, it was cool. So when you started writing, was your pops like giving you pointers, like coaching you at all? Yeah. So he helped me. He helped me
1: with that first song about basketball. And then after that, I just was writing on my own, like, you know, they weren't really structured verses, but it would be like, you know, like eight bars, four bars. I didn't really know how to count them at that point. And then over time, just like, you know, I just started to develop the structure as I got older. So by the time I'm
0: like 13, 14, then I was just making full songs. Yeah. yeah. When did you like when did you, um, you know, be like, yo, I could do this. Like start let's start building the brand. Let's start, you know, thinking about releasing music and really taking it seriously. Uh, I would say like middle school, like seventh grade. So like
1: I was in a, a group. I don't want to say the name because it was kind of corny, but we were, we were a group. And uh, we used to, you remember, your, I, I know you've heard kiss me through the phone. So the number 678 999 you could call the number and it was Soldier Boy Say Now, if, you don't, if y'all don't know about the Say Now. So when you go on Say Now, you can like leave messages and do whatever. So me and my mans in the group, we used to call the Say Now number and rap. So- we were just like, I don't know why we were doing this, but we would do it. But then we would get mad messages from people like, oh, my God, that was so good. Uh, so that's when I was like, all right, man, we really got to be rappers. You know, we started putting out like, put out like two or three songs, nothing serious. But uh, yeah, that's how I like really started like taking it seriously. And then by like ninth grade, that's when I started like going to a real studio and really recording.
0: I love that. On the real... uh innovative marketing tip right there
1: you know what i'm saying that's early internet right there they wasn't there <laughs> they they wasn't there that's crazy because soldier boy really was on it bro amazing like he really laid down a blueprint for a lot of things
0: shout out to soldier boy facts fast forwarding a bunch of years but like when you think of ebony goddess are you th- I-, I feel like i've heard you refer to it as your debut album yeah 100 percent. so you feel like everything previously was kind of mixtape stuff yeah
1: so i i feel like that was definitely like trial and error so i've never really released like a real pro the only other project i released was when i was in high school again so it was like you know i was just rapping on other people's beats and you know it was a good introduction but i don't think it was like anything serious it's not even on the internet anymore so like You know, but I feel like Ebony Goddess is definitely a strong debut. It's a good foundation. You definitely can tell like I'm a serious artist that's taking his
0: craft, you know, to that next level for sure. So that's why I consider the debut. Well, yeah, if you want to speak to a little bit about how the record came together as a debut project, it's an introduction to who you are, you know, the album cover is an illustration of, you know, a childhood photo. And kind of speak to what the mission of the album, like what you set out to do with it. Word. So uh, initially how
1: the album came about. um, Well, first, it was produced fully by Thelonious Martin and Jacob Rochester. So I met Jacob first in L.A. with Christian. He did the print shop. If y'all didn't go see print shop, it's on YouTube. Um, He did the print shop poster. So we met in L.A. while we were out there shooting a video. And bro was like, yeah, I produced too. So we were chilling in the living room. I started rapping on the beats and we just been locked in ever since. That's like 2016. And then in like 2015, I bought my first single that came out in like 2018. I bought a beat from Thelonious and I did the song. I sent it back to him, but he never reached back out to me. So I just thought like, damn, you know what I mean? Ah, never going to talk to them again. But then we seen that Jake, I seen Jacob is cool with Thelonious. So we were about to put the song out. I was like, yo, bro, connect me with bro. You know what I mean? Let them know we're about to put the song out. So then we've been locked in since then. So maybe like two years ago, 2019, uh, Thelonious, I hit him up like, yo, man, we got to, you know what I mean? We got to run it back. He was like, yo, how about me, you and Jacob do an album? And I was like, oh, all right, like, that sounds cool to me. So then from there, you know, they would just send me beats in a group chat. I would, you know what I mean, record, send it back. You know, we did that for about 20 songs and then uh, we picked. But um, with the project, though, like what I, I just wanted to, like, have something that people can look to and really be like, okay, like, this guy is serious, you know? Like, I had songs, but I, didn't, I wasn't releasing songs on a constant basis. Like, I, I think I've been putting out music since 2017 or 2018. I only have, like, six songs out. So, you know, or six or seven songs out. So I feel like this was good, like, body work to have for people to look
0: and see and be like, okay, like, he's a, you know what I mean? He's a legitimate guy, you know? Yeah, I like that, too, because I think, you know, that one of my questions was kind of, like, speaking to the collaborators and, and Thelonious and Jacob uh, and how that came about. And I think it's cool that it was like, I, like, I didn't know if it was a thing where you were just like getting beats and it ended up being like all the beats were from the two of them. But I liked the fact that it's it was even more of a collaborative thing between the two of them as producers.
1: Yeah, it was very collaborative, very intentional. Like, this was the game plan and we followed through. So I'm
0: happy it uh, came out the way it did. Also, maybe speak a little bit to, you know, Obviously, Thelonious and, and Jacob did their thing. But then the features on the album, you only got two features and they're from Absolute Legends. Legends. Not many debut albums have Boldy James and Havoc on them. Yeah, man. Um. So, like, again, everything
1: with this whole project is, like, being very organic and, like, super regular. Like, so, like, it's just crazy. So, again... And it's all like they all the stories kind of intertwine, like it's pretty interesting. So one of the my earlier releases, I put out um I put out two like secret songs with the initial release that I did with Thelonious back in the in like 2017 or whatever. So one of those releases, I did a small video for Instagram. So this is how I met havoc. So my manager Amori. He literally just DM'd Havoc on the gram, and he was like, "Nah, this is crazy. Like, I need to, I need to get in contact with y'all. I need the you what know, I need to tap in." So we're like, "What? What are the chances of bro just replying to a DM? Like, that's so random." So we met up with him. He he was DJing at a um uh it was like a Prodigy tribute show, and uh, we met up with him there. He was just like, "Yo." You know, you're incredible. Like, I, you know, I used to live in the town that you're from. Like, I understand what you got going on. You're one of the best rappers. You're one of the best rappers I've ever heard. You know, like, I'm like, damn, like, this is crazy coming from Havoc. You know what I mean? I listen to my beat. You know what I'm saying? So we just built a relationship from there. And then over time, you know, we would send the music, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But when it was time to make the album, uh, we were pretty much, I was done recording. And uh, my manager was like, yo, I'm gonna just send him the song. I didn't even expect anything from it, but then he just, he just, he didn't even tell me he asked him for a verse. And then I, I got a text one day with a havoc verse. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Like, all right, cool. So it just worked out perfectly. And Boldy was the same way, literally just hit him up on the DM. And he was like, man, this beat is hard. We told him Thelonious made it. He was like, oh yeah, I done, I done smoked a few Thelonious instrumentals. Ah, ah and you know the rest is history man very organic
0: that's beautiful yeah very organic that you know and that always i feel like the best music always comes out of that 100 percent. that's special two legends and then you know even diving deeper into the project like uh i mentioned before the album cover and i think what was great about the last episode is that nikki the guest like as an art director saw the cover and was like, oh shit, I know the artist. What's his name? He goes by Snake Snake Bone? Yeah, my boy Julian. You know, where did that idea for that cover come from? Did you always know you wanted to like kind of use childhood family photo type thing?
1: So originally, I didn't want to use a childhood family photo because I feel like a lot of people have done that already. But um, I forgot even what the original artwork was going to be. But last summer, my grandma passed. So I feel like this was, like, a good way to, like, honor her. And um, Julian, he had followed me maybe, like, I don't know. I don't even remember when he followed me. But he followed me maybe, like, a year or two. Maybe a year ago. I don't remember. Whatever. That's not important. But i seen his page. I'm like, damn, bro's really good, like, at, like, his, his style in uh, drawing and art. So uh, illustration is a better word. So I was like, um, let me just reach out to bro and see. Because, you know, a lot of artists, especially that, like, are on that level, they don't like doing stuff like art, you know, cover arts and whatever. So I just hit him up and he did the first artwork for um, Single Gourmet. And then I was like, man, we got to keep this going. So I was like, let me do, let me have him do all the artwork, everything like that. And, you know, it came out crazy, bro. Bro's, you know, skill level is is high. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that uh, Nikki, uh, you know, knew his father and they you know what I mean it's just again the connections are amazing you know
0: yeah so it was cool and I think that's what's special about the project as you're speaking about it like a lot of these uh special moments whether it's with you know with Delonius or, or with Boldy or with Julian it seems like it's very much relationships like connections and like
1: Yeah you know that's one thing I've learned like especially like as a young music maker or just an artist in general, like I feel like it's more important to work across with people instead of trying to like always, you know, work with the higher tier or whatever. Like that's cool too if that's what you do. But I feel like you definitely build more when you're working across and you can reach out to people, you can call, you can talk to them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it definitely helps, make, and it makes better art too. Yeah,
0: and it makes it more feel more... Um you know, more personal. I think the idea of like having Julian do all the artwork for um for the singles and for the cover like makes it feel really cohesive and like it's bringing people, you know, into your world through the art, through the through the music, through everything.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to uh to do. I always like when artists have like a rollout that's like it's not all over the place like it looks and is very intentional like you know, as something like I strive to have, even with my prior releases, like if I dro- I was dropping songs like three at a time, but all the artworks are all similar for like each set of uh, music I put out. So I try to keep
0: that that artist artistic integrity in in mind. My last question, you know, when we were on when we played when I played it on the show, I love that Rashad like called out the one lyric where you said I had an out-of-body moment when I was counting up and we kind of talked about (laughs) you know, in like really loving the artists that can paint pictures with that duality where you're talking kind of speaking to real life shit on the ground and then, you know, speaking to the spirituality of it. So yeah, I I think having you here I gotta, you know, get your response to that line and maybe a little background on like, you know, where that kind of lyric comes from. 100%. Well, um,
1: you know, I feel like the line, you know, it was more so of a flex line, but it was also a true line. Like, you know, in the time that I was uh, working on the album, I do have a regular job. So, you know what I mean? I was out here grinding, saving money, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make this art work. And when I got to an enormous amount of money, I was looking at the money kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, God damn! I
2: didn't
1: know I could do all of this right here. You know what I'm saying? So seeing the money like that, you know, you have like an, ex, like, you just like, wow, I never had this amount. No matter what the amount is, it could have been a hundred dollars. It could have been your first thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to put a number on what I had, but it was large. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, you know, I just had that experience while I'm looking at it. It's like, wow, like not only is this cool, but it's the tool. You know what I'm saying? Like I can do what I want. You know what I'm saying? So I just referenced it in that song. And I thought it was good to reference it in the song called Dinner with Hove, because that's the greatest ongoing uh, online joke question ever. Are you taking 50K or are you having dinner? And I'm having dinner with Jay Z. How many times do you get to eat with Jay Z? You can always make 50,000.
0: You can't always go to dinner with Jay Z. It's Dinner with Hove. Where you say, like, what's the last lyric where you said, uh... Oh, I said, it's, it's not,
1: it's not the, whatever, I forget, uh, what, uh, it's not the image you sold, like taking the bread and missing the dinner with, oh, yeah, the 50000 is cool, but how many times are you going to get to go have dinner with Jay-Z? You never know. You got to take the dinner, whoa, come on.
0: Take the dinner. Ebony God is out now. Let the people know where they can find that. Ebony God is out now. Preferably buy it on Bandcamp support young black
1: artists, you heard, but it's also on Apple Music titles. Uh it's on title.
0: Talk about it.
1: 997 is also on title. Only hip hop podcast on there. Not a podcast, not a radio show. Come on. Let me do an ad, man. What's up?
0: (laughs) Go for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is 997. It's not a podcast. It's not a radio show. It's not anything you ever heard. Music Discovery Platform, Human Resources, The Orchard, Matt, Rashad, 997. Marcel (laughs)
0: Allen, we appreciate you. Go listen to the music, go listen to the record, tap in on all platforms. Pleasure, bro, thank you for having me, man. To play us out, Forever Stacking, off Ebony Goddess, by Marcel Allen, featuring Boldy James, produced by Thelonious Martin.
2: It ain't a risk without a consequence game is fixed we about to hide the prince don't claim the bliss if you ain't climb the fence we made the shift and paid in common sense won't play the bitch i came to dry the rents. this money clean i had to cut the rings double up and pluck the seams run to touch a buck i had to tuck the streams. i love the rush when i could clutch the green heard he try and crush the dream 30 with the beam try and scuff the team oh, i ain't the one to play with young and flagrant Holding on the funds, you know the fun is vacant I'm all the sons who grow and run with all the crumbs I'm flaking. It's from the pavement, scold the bums too dumb to take the payment. I'm too impatient, I ain't never lacking. If you can't place it, you can't ever tap it. Never take the set of waxing. I break the metal from the pedal smashing. Had to tell swell swallow back in. More than just a passion, I'm forever stacking. Hey. Hey. I'm forever stacking. I'm feathers stacking. Scary up top. Niggas love to criticize, can't take their own criticism. Streets taught me how to improvise, otherwise would've been in prison. Free the guys out of Riverside, crossed the city Ojibwe Other than the juvenile and a few county bitches, never did a day. Knock on wood, I'm so hood. Put some ketchup on your burger. Close mouths, don't get fed, so don't ever speak on no open murder. On the same note, try to stay close to the envious. Cause that's who want you out the way most. They the most disingenuous. But my plus so continuous, take a guess who I'm in a rental with. Couldn't tell you if I wanted two fans on my dick shit strenuous. All I'm trying to do is tuck an M, open up a couple businesses. 40 came with a 22, but of course you know I extended it. You ain't never dropped nothing but the boy, your resume, I submitted it. Keep them new niggas from around me, they ain't nothing but some eyewitnesses. Streets left me with a broken heart, all this money how I mended it. Got a package coming through the coast. And I ain't talking about a stimulus. Where we at? Jackson.